This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Very hard times. Um, a lot of tragedies, a lot of death, a lot of sickness. Um, we need a lot of chizik, Klai Yisrael. The times of Mashiach, the Gemara, the Midrashim, all talk about that the times of Mashiach, the whole test that we're all going through is a test of Amunah and Bitochem. And I, I was always wondering, like, all the Svarim say that the people who have Amun and Bitochen will make it through the, the times of Mashiach. Um, I was always wondering what would, what would be the big, uh, the big test over here. They're going to blow the Shaifar, confident in Sharim, we're going to get on a plane, and uh, we're going to go to Yisrael. You know, what's, what would be the big test? But now we're finding out that it's a very, very big test, and it's very, very hard. Um, we know that birthing pains, when someone gives birth, the, the last part of it, the pushing of the baby, is the hardest thing for the mother. And that last pain is the pain when the baby is born. There's no question from the Gemaras, the Midrashim, from the Simanim. Uh, there's a Gemara, someone just showed it to me tonight, I think it's in Tainus, that says that um, the times of Mashiach will not be a mabel but will be a plague. A lot of different things that are brought down. So all the girls and boys and everyone that's listening, um, this is what's supposed to happen. It's a test of our amuna. We have already lost many tzaddikim. We have lost in New York many Holocaust survivors who survived the worst time um, for Klai Israel and could not survive this. We all have questions. Nister, started off with the Nace Nister, the time of the hidden miracle, and it's now stretching into, um, it's now stretching into the month of Nisan, which is the month of Nace Nigla. And we all see a nice nigla. I just, many, 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 many months ago, I gave a shear called Turn the Page. And um, I think this would be a very, very bechizik for everybody. So a lot of people were trying to figure out, like, like, whoa. Like, why are we out of shuls and out of schools? And Tinekitsha based Rabban was what always saved us. And Tila Bitsibar. And, um... This question happened at the Yamsuf. When Klai Yisrael was at the Yamsuf, um, Moshe Rabbeinu began to daven. We were stuck behind us with the Mitzrim, and in front of us was the Yam. And he started davening. And everybody started davening. And Hashem said, Loma Why are you davening? Go, do what you have to do. So it was a time where Baruch Hu said that you're in a, you're in a place of Sakana, you gotta, you gotta do Maisa. It's not good enough to daven. You gotta do Maisa. You gotta do deeds. The deeds, everyone who's listening, the Maisa right now, we have to learn, we have to daven, but the Maisa of the times of Moshiach is Bitochon and Emuna. And it's being shooken financially, um, I was just telling somebody, normally money is called Zuzin. 
where one guy gets rich, then he loses his money, so the poor guy gets rich, and Zuzim, the money goes from this house to that house, from real estate to different businesses and different places, and to the stock market, to gold, it moves to oil, right? This time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the money from earth, and he just took it off the earth. It didn't go to anybody. The people in oil lost all their money. People in the stock market lost all their money. People in real estate, nobody's paying their paying their paying their rents. The banks, nobody's going to pay their mortgages. He just he just swept the money off the world, and he took it to Shemayim. It, it didn't go anywhere. It disappeared. Where he showed us everybody that the money, which was the avoid zara, which was the power, whoever had money had power. The money in the world, which was people felt was man-made money. Hashem said, even that, your banks, your oil, your gold, your markets, your business, even that is not is nothing to do with human. Pranasa comes from me, and if I want to take it, he took the whole thing. He just took it off the earth. Health, he just took it off the earth. It's a virus, it's not a bacteria. With the bacteria, there would be antibiotics. It's a virus. It's a teeny little thing. It's microscopic. We can't even see it. And it's everywhere. Like Hashem is everywhere. This virus is everywhere. So this is a test. This whole thing is a test. And you see a lot of tragedy. And I was thinking today... The tragedy is so big that there are people, they didn't, they, the, the burials, there's only a minion. And then the people in the, in the, in the hospitals, no one's allowed into the hospital. They're dying alone. And, and I'm thinking to myself, what, what is going on here? And I'm thinking the Holocaust, it was 6 million people who died alone. And, and how did those people come out of the Holocaust? I mean, there's 2,000 people in America. Believe me, 2,000 people is much too much. And I don't know how much in the Jewish community, but there was 6 million Jews that died in the Holocaust alone with no one to bury them and no one to sit shiva and we don't even know when they died. And, and, and how, how did the people come out of this with Emuna? How did they come to America and we build Kleistral and keep Shabbos and, 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 and we're shaking up. I, I'm getting a whole day from Talmudim and from other people. Where's Hashem? How come Hashem forgot us? Hashem didn't forget us. So it happens to be that it's in, in Nisan. And I want to talk about um, Akaba Yasha and the most, probably the most beautiful medrash I've ever seen in my life, I've ever heard in my life. And it's going to give us a lot of chizik. But I, I want you to understand that all growth in the Torah came from what looked like tragedy. And all of a sudden, in a moment, it turned into victory, into success. Let's take a look at Yeshiv HaTzadik for a moment. Yeshiv HaTzadik, who I like to speak about, and Charlie also I would like to speak about a lot. Um, it's a very big chizik to all of us. Yeshiv HaTzadik, he went through Gehenim. Um, his brothers tried to kill him. His brothers then sold him. He ends up in Mitzrayim. He's bought by a low-life Potiphar. Then Potiphar's wife starts up with him. Now he's a superstar. He... Runs out, according to the Chidosh, she was the most beautiful woman ever created in the world. But mm-hmm. his wife was supposed to take down Yosef Atzabek and destroy him. And he, he, he's, he's sold by his brothers. There's nobody there that's going to know that he did an Aveira with her. Uh, maybe he feels like, 
Hashem, you forgot me. My brothers try to kill me. I'm going to do whatever I want to do, but he doesn't. And he, and, he, and he believes in Hashem and he runs away. And in my thought, a guy, someone who passes an amazing test like this after all that abuse, Hashem should have sent down a malach, picked him up, and flew him, fly him back to Eretz Yisrael and land him by his father. At least he deserved that. What does he get, everybody? They take him, right? And they throw him his reward. He probably thought of Kosh Baruch when, when he's running out. He's like, Hashem, look what I did. And they put him. His reward for fighting off the Yetzirah is he ends up in the worst Egyptian dungeon. We can't even imagine what an Egyptian dungeon is. And he had bitachan. And he had bitachan in Hashem. And he does the dreams and he figures out what they mean. And one of the scariest words in the Torah, which some of us listening tonight feel Hashem has done to us. Last Pasuk in Pasuk Vayeshev. And the Sahamashkim did not remember Yosef. And the last word in Pasha's Vayeshev, And he was forgotten. Yosef had Sadiq after everything he did, positive for Hashem, was totally forgotten. End of Pasha's Vayeshev. But if you turn the page, yes, he suffered another two years because he put his bitochen in human beings. Let us not put our bitochen in doctors. Donald Trump keeps getting up and saying this medicine and that medicine. Then afterwards, the doctors say not this medicine and not that medicine. Hospitals, they don't have what they need. The medicine world doesn't have what it needs. He made that mistake and he suffered for two years. Let's not make that mistake and believe in the human being. But after those two years, you turn the page, Pasha Mikate, and Paro has a dream. And all Yosef Atzadik, and this is our test, girls and boys, this is our test. All Yosef Atzadik talks about when he's in front of Paro is I cannot figure out your dream without Hashem. That's all he talks about. And he says the whole time that without Hashem, I don't know the answer. What Hashem is going to do, he told Paro. Then later. He doesn't stop talking about not about him and that he knows anything about dreams. Now, this is what Hashem wants from all of us. This next Pasuk. And Paro said to all his servants, his, his sorcerers, his dream tellers, all the people that until now were able to figure out his dreams. He said, you guys couldn't figure out my dreams. Doctors cannot figure out how to cure this. Is there anyone that has the spirit of God in him, 
That's what Hashem wants to come out of this whole thing, is that the, the non-Jewish people, the rest of the world should say, there is no other nation that understands that everything is from God. And Paro said to Yosef, and the world says to the Jewish nation, after God has told you all this, there is no one as smart as you. The rest of the world believes in social separation, in hospitals and in doctors, and in new medicines. It's not working. We believe in Hashem Echad Echad. In the end of our tefillah, every day, the summation of all our tefillah, Shemana Esrei, Kriya Shema, Makabal Omach Shemayim, Rav Shi Amar, the end is the end of Aleinu. Benema. There will come a day, which is the day that we're in now, that the world will know that there's no stock market and there's no medicine and there's no technology. Hashem Echad Echad. God is one and his name is one. And everyone who's watching this, we are going through this on Pesach time because this is the time of the Geula Lava. And the page will turn. It went from Vayishkocheyu to a feeling of being forgotten where we can't even get on a plane today and go to Israel, which is very, very scary because it's brought down in the Farshim that in the times of Mushiach, the people in Eretz Yisrael will be in Eretz Yisrael, and the people in Gullus will be stuck in Gullus, and then Mashiach will come, and then we'll be on Kampfei Nesharim, and we'll go to Eretz Yisrael. Well, right now, the Israelis, last week, it was very interesting. They, of course, we know that El will not, uh, one of my girls from my school uh, went back last week, and you have to choose an Israeli, and you have to have an Israeli passport that would take no Americans, um, no Americans accepted into Israel. And there was an Israeli telecast that I got up last week, last week on the news, and like pointed and said to all you people who are not Israelis, you waited too long. You waited too long. You can't come into Israel very scary how the prophecy is coming to fruition. At the same time, Rabbi Akiva, when all the other Tanam were crying in the base of Migdash and they saw a, a fox run through the base of Migdash, which was a, what the Navi said would happen, they were all sitting and crying to see a fox walk through the Kurdish Kedoshim. Rabbi Akiva was laughing and they asked him, why are you laughing? And he said, because this is what it said in the Nevoah, and the Nevoah is coming true. So it's very scary, and it's very painful, but on the other side of your heart, you need to know that exactly the way it is written is exactly what's happening. I want to read you, and then I'll tell you very fast, the most beautiful medrash you ever heard. Chida of Hashem's 
So it's coming up. It's it's next week. It's next week. Baruch Hashem, it's next week. Lil Shimurin. Lil Shimurin is the night of Pesach. Of course, Baruch who says it's a Lil Shimurin. It's a night where I watch Kla Yisrael in a very different way, in a very different level. Says the Chidah. The Kfar Nimcha Amalek, the Erev Pesach, Amalek will be destroyed. An Erev Pesach, Amalek doesn't only stand for the nation of Amalek, stands for all the atheism and all the other liberal uh, mechanisms that are in the world. The Nimsa, Belel Shat, Belel Pesach, for Kisay, Vishmoy Shalem, that by the time we get to Pesach, his throne and his name will be full. V'zehu ha'layla hazeh shemurim l'chol b'nei Yisrael l'asad lavo. And not only is it a Leil Shemurim, it was a Leil Shemurim for us, as Charlie said, that the Pesach, the, the Mashkis went by, but it's a Leil Shemurim for us in this year too. That the Mazikim on that night, the Mazikim, this terrible disease, does not have permission to, um, to affect us. On the night of Shimur, which is the Seder night, there's no Satan and there's no Pegarol. There's no disease. This night is holy to the heavens. And the spirit of Avera will not be there. From the 50th level. He says, and he says, that the of this Kuula that we're going to have, which is coming out, Mamish, in the time for Pesach. And as I said last week, it says in the Pasuk, this month is for you. Why only this month? Other months are not for us. So he brings down the Chidah that HaChodesh Hazel Ochem is the same Gematria as Moshiach Ben David. Alma Ben Nisan, exceedingly Gol, Ben Herbi, Amen, Amen, in Nisan, we will be redeemed. I'd like to tell you a story, and we'll end with this. I say this over by the Seder in my house every single year. So the question is, it says that Akash Barfu took us out of Mitzrayim, Bichi Pazom. He took us out in a rush, in a moment. He didn't take us out, Bichi Pazom. He locked us in our houses till the morning. We took our time in the morning. We didn't want them to look like we're a bunch of bandits running away. So what does this word, Bichi Pazom, mean? So it's a beautiful, very deep, very deep Kabbalistic story. So it says, the Medrash says that the Malachim came to Hashem and the Malachim said, why are you taking out the Jews? I saw this Medrash. Why are you taking out the Jews? They're on the 49th level of Tumah and the Egyptians are on level of Tumah and they're both over there by the Zorah. So why are you taking out the Jews? And, and the Medrash says that the Malachim said, if you're going to take out the Jews or the Egyptians, take out the Egyptians. The Egyptians are the masters. The Jews are the slaves. You're the master of the world. At least take out the masters. Don't take out the slaves. That's what the Malachim said. Hashem said, I have a moment, like someone who, who just, there's a certain moment when you go out with somebody, but you just know it's the right person. The dating, the dating, the dating, but there's a moment where you're like, wow, she's it. Wow, he's it. It's, there's a moment. There was a moment in the Mitzrayim that a Kuch felt 
they're it. Is it the malachim? I don't need to explain it to you. I don't need to explain it to you. I'm in love. Love makes no sense. I don't, it, it doesn't make sense. Many times parents, they want to break something up and they put it on a paper, five reasons you like it, five reasons you don't like it. And, and the kid says, I don't know why, Ma, but you wanted a, you wanted a five foot, you wanted this. And you, you know, what you were looking for, she's not what you were looking for. Like, I don't know. I know, I know. It's not, it's not what I was looking for, but oh, wow. I, this is the girl I want to marry. Hashem said, this is the girl I want to marry. This is the girl I want to marry. So the Malachim said to Hashem, it's a beautiful medrash, the Malachim said to Hashem, listen, it's Tomei. Mitzrayim is Tomei. It's full of Avodah Zorah. You're, you're, you're God. We'll take them out of Mitzrayim and we'll meet you in the Midbar. In other words, you don't have to go into Mitzrayim, Hashem. You're too, too holy. In fact, it says you're a Kayin and Mitzrayim is Tomei. So Hashem said, I need a little Malach. I need what? No, 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 no. You don't, when you date, when you want to get engaged to someone and you say, will you marry me? You don't send your friend to tell the girl, he wants to know if you'll marry him. That doesn't work. So Kosh Baruch Hu said, no, I will take them out of Mitzrayim. So they said, but you're a Kayin. And it's Tomei, you're a Kayin, you can't go. So Kosh Baruch Hu said, it's like a Kayin that has to get his truma from the, from the Beisach forest. So he's allowed to save the truma that's in the earthen Kaili. So I will go into, so they said, so if you're going to become Tomei Hashem, how are you going to become Tahar? Very Kabbalistic, Hashem said, Aaron Akoin will make me. I'm going into the graveyard to take my Jews out. What's going on over here? So the story is like this. And I'll say it very fast. There was a prince, and, and it was time for him to get married. His parents had both passed away, the king and the queen, and it was time for him to get married. And in those days, they would send the prince to marry a, a princess from some other country. And by them getting married, the two countries would be together. So he was 19 years old. And they're like, okay, it's time to go get married. There's this princess from this huge country and they want to make a shidduch and we're going to take it to them and you're going to get married and we're going to bring both countries together. He gets onto his uh, beautiful carriage with his soldiers and they have to travel to this princess in, in, our, in, our, in our castle. And they're on the way and they come to them saying it very fast. They come to this fork in the road and um, they're stuck there. There's some kind of traffic and he's sitting in his thing. He's all beautiful. He's, he's all dressed up. And all of a sudden, the side of the, of the carriage comes a hand, shaking, very muddy. Alms for the poor! Alms for the poor! Could you give me a shekel? King looks down. Seems to be some type of human being laying in the mud. He says, excuse me, who are you? Get up! And all the soldiers are like, get up! This girl gets up from the mud, head to toe, ripped clothing, full of mud, smelly. He says, King says, who are you? She says, my parents died and I have no money. Just if you could just give me a shekel. He says, You're you live in my province and you have no money? Get into the carriage. And the viceroy who's sitting next to him says, No, 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 she can't get she's filthy. No, no, we'll take care of her. We'll wash her up. We'll give her money. We'll buy her a house. Let's go. We got to go. We got to go to the princess. He says, no, 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 no. No, no. Get, get her in the carriage. So they lift her into the carriage. Filthy. She won't even look him in the eye because she's all filthy. And he looks at her and he says, I can't believe that you could look like this and you're, you're part of my country. Turn the carriage around. We're going back to the castle. And they're like, no, no, no. 
take her out. We'll wash her up. We'll take care of her. You got to go to the princess. Everyone's waiting for you over there. She says, you, I am, the, I am the, now the king, and this is what I want. The viceroy is beyond himself. He's like, what is this, Romeo and Juliet? What does he think? What is, look at her. Look what she looks like. He goes, this is what I want. The king is the king. They take him back to the castle. Everyone's wondering what's going on over here. How do you get back so soon? They see this filthy peasant girl sitting. What's going on? Did he crack up? Did he go crazy? Did he have a fever? What's going on? He gets out. He walks into the castle. And everyone's, everyone's talking. He, he's Meshuggah. The guy's crazy. This is what he brought back. The vice was like, I, I, I can't control him. And they bring him in. And he says to the women over there, he says, take her to my mother's room. Wash her up, put on my mother's gown, perfume, makeup. At eight o'clock tonight, I want her in the dinner table. Viceroy walks up to him and says, I'm begging you, please. You're making a fool out of us. You're making a fool out of our kingdom. The other kingdom is going to end up going to war with us. You can't do this. He's like, this is what I want. Okay, comes eight o'clock. He's sitting at one end of the table. In walks to this dining room, most beautiful gorgeous woman you ever saw in your life. And everyone's like, oh, I can't be her. Who is that? He goes, that's her. And the viceroy's like, what? He says, yes, I was able to see through all the filth, the mud, and the grime, her beauty. I knew this would be her. And they sit her down at the table. And he just can't get his eyes off her. And they put the food in front of her, but being that she's a peasant and she hasn't eaten, she starts grabbing the food with her hands like a peasant. And the viceroy said, ah, I knew it. You can't take the peasant out of a peasant. You can dress her up, put on all the perfume and all the makeup. She's still a peasant, she tells the king. He says, it's going to take time. We're going to teach her how to eat with a fork. We're going to teach her how to be a princess. And a year later, they get married. He gets married to the most beautiful woman in the world. Inside and out, because she was poor. And she knew what it meant not to have food. So she opened up the whole country to charity, to help the poor, for children who didn't have schools. And the chesed that she did for the nation was never done before. And the manners that she had, she was taught at court. This is Pesach. Hashem came to Mitzrayim on the 49th level of filth, and he fell in love with this peasant this Eved, this slave, with a slave mentality who said, I want to run back and I want the fish and I want the, the water and kept complaining, I want to go back. And the Malachim said, what are you doing, Hashem? This is a peasant. And Hashem looked through Klai Yisrael, through the mud, through the dirt, through the challenges that we all have with technology and the satan and all the things we do wrong. And he looked through it all. And he said, but I see their beauty. And this happened on the night, like the Chidot says, on the night of Pesach. And it happens 
every year on the night of Pesach. I don't have time to live the Kabayosha. The Kabayosha says, in fact, it's worth two seconds. The Kabayosha says that Hashem comes with his Kamal Yashel Maila, with all the angels who said that she's a filthy princess and why are you wasting your time with her? And Hashem comes to every one of our houses, says the Kabayoshar, and he says, admit that you're all wrong. I'll read it to you from inside. Listen to this. And this is when everything is going to change. And this whole ghost is going to be over on the night of Pesach. He gathers all those angels who talk watching horror on us. And he says to them, this is the Zoya. Listen to how they're talking about me. Us buying Kula, all the angels from Shemaya who badmouthed us, who said the Viceroy, look what she looks like. And they admit to God, they will admit that we're a holy nation, that Hashem, that's your nation that you have on this land. Are you ready for this, everyone? The Chol Ha'Ilam Leishurayim that Yisrael Mesipa who nursed Kayach to be blamed by by standing the night of Pesach and talking about Hashem and Mitzvah Hashem. If you're alone, if you have the the schus to have your whole family talking about the goodness of Hashem, it gives Hashem the Kayach in the next world to say, "I was right about them when they left Mitzrayim. I'm right about them now in America when they're suffering." And I see through all the children at risk and all the children that are going through what they're going through. And I'm right again. They're a beautiful princess, even though they're full of mud. And I know what I'm talking about. And the Malachim have to say, if you were right then, you're right again. And what other nation does chesed? Because we were avadin and we know the pain. And we're going through so much pain. So what nation is more heartful than we are? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we haven't changed. And everyone who's listening, he saw our beauty then. He'll see our beauty now. And as the Chidah says, it's this way it's for us, because it is the Gematria, Mashiach ben David. Everybody just hold on. It's hard. There are so many people dying. There are so many people that are sick. Hold on. He's coming to get us. He's coming to take us out of Mitzrayim. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.